This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. I want to thank you for tuning in. And I also want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. All right. Uh, we've got several things uh, to add to the, the pile that we could do, but let's focus focus instead on what is happening with the vaccines. Now I want to take you back in time. First of all, Moderna was the first vaccine. I want to make this crystal clear. And throughout the entire process that I've been giving you updates on the vaccines, Moderna has always been in the lead. They've always, first of all, they were the first vaccine to start going to trial. They were the first ones to get Uh, All of these uh, procedures approved. They were the first one to make announcements multiple times, but something weird has been consistently happening. And I've told you to pay attention to it for months. Every single time Moderna does something, it doesn't get a lot of fanfare. And then Pfizer comes out right after it and they make some comparable announcement and it gets widely blown up in the press. Now, I don't know if that is because Pfizer is the bigger company with more money and more influence or if Pfizer just has a much better public relations team. I don't know. But what really happened as of late for me has caused some alarms. And I told you to pay attention to it uh, last week at the beginning of last week. And, I, and I'm, I'm apparently proven right about this. So I just want you to bear with me while I explain what I'm talking about. Moderna, at the the last week of October, Moderna says they're having a third party. They make this announcement publicly. They're having a third party validate their vaccine's effective results. And they'll be published in November. Okay? And they said probably mid-November. Now, that was October 29th, 27th, something like that. Right around there. Moderna made that announcement. Nobody noticed. So Moderna, a competitor to Pfizer, who has been ahead of Pfizer the entire time, comes out and says, our trials are done. Third party is verifying our trial results, and we will publish those to the public in November. So they do that at the end of October. The election happens. Right after the election happens, Pfizer comes out and says, our vaccine is 90% effective. Blows up. It's everywhere. Got Dr. Fauci to change his mind about the pandemic. Pfizer stocks go through the roof. Moderna stocks went up like 3%, something like that when they made the announcement. Pfizer stocks go through the roof. The CEO sells off like $6 million in stock. The CEO of Pfizer sells off like $6 million in stock as this is happening a couple of things pfizer did not provide evidence that their vaccine was 90 percent effective didn't happen they just said it was so moderna comes out in october before the election and says our vaccine has done really well in the trials we're having a third party uh, certify the results and we'll release them in november and pfizer comes out after that and goes well our vaccine is 90 percent effective 
and they make a big old giant thing out of it. It's blown up in the news. CEO sells six million dollars of stock, Freudian slip. Six million dollars of stock there, which automatically should be a red flag, by the way. They provided no evidence that their vaccine was ninety percent effective. Now, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking. Pfizer feels like they have to say something because Moderna is going to take control here as Moderna has been in the lead the entire time. Pfizer has to say something, has to generate some buzz, has to generate some speculation, has to improve their stock. And in the back of my mind, and I told you to watch out for this, in the back of my mind, it was that Moderna's is going to be more effective. And Pfizer had had to go out there and get ahead of this to try and make some money. They had to. Moderna's results are out. It's not 90% effective. It's 94.5% effective. Better than Pfizer's unverified claim. Now, what happens? What happens if the results come out of Pfizer and it's not 90% effective? CEO looks like a smart man for selling when his stock was high, doesn't it? So... There's just, there's some real weird stuff happening here. And I want you to pay attention. And there has been. And there's obviously you're dealing with a rivalry. You're dealing with a competitor. But the thing that I keep noticing over and over throughout this entire process, Moderna's first, Pfizer's second. It has been that way from the very beginning. But Pfizer, they say something and they get elevated above Moderna as if Pfizer is somehow the front runner in the vaccine war. They have never been the front runner. Ever. Not at all. They're doing well, don't get me wrong. And the reports that their vaccine is effective are still out there. But we don't have any verified results that Pfizer's vaccine is 90% effective. What we have is we have Moderna, who's been ahead of the game of everybody in in the Western world, I should say. They make an announcement. They don't do large fanfare for it. They just make an announcement. They're just providing an update. And Pfizer makes a big media spectacle of it and takes the credit. Takes all the attention away from Moderna. And then pretty soon you get people going, what's this Moderna place? Pfizer's the one making the vaccine. Pfizer has a vaccine, but they are weeks behind Moderna. And honestly, they're only weeks behind because they accelerated the, uh, the, the process and removed some bureaucracy. They were months behind Moderna when they went to trial. Months behind. And for those of you who might be skeptical of the type of vaccine it is, they're both using the same technology. I've, I've had a couple of emails. Do you think it's possible because Pfizer's using a different... And they're leapfrogging Moderna. They're not leapfrogging Moderna effectiveness or in um, the approval of the vaccine. They're only they're only leapfrogging them in publicity. That's it. Every time Moderna makes a statement, little fanfare, Pfizer then feels like they have to make a statement to take all of the attention away from Moderna, and everybody pays attention to Pfizer. And I can only attribute that to Pfizer having a ton of money and a really good public relations team that is just spreading it out there. And Moderna, probably not very good at this. They're good at making drugs, (laughs) but they don't seem really good at doing the public relations thing, at least not compared to Pfizer, because this has been consistent throughout the entire vaccine development process. Moderna's first, gets no attention. 
Pfizer, way behind Moderna, gets all of the attention and accolades. Moderna's first, Pfizer gets the attention and accolades over and over and over and over again. I would not be surprised. This is a guess. I would not be surprised if Pfizer's vaccine is not 90% effective. I'm not trying to trash Pfizer. I'm just saying there's some weird stuff going on here and they they jumped the gun to make everybody comfortable with the 90% effective, which for the record, if it's anywhere near 90%, it's a really good vaccine and they should be proud of their work, even if Moderna's is better. But it's just really strange how this has all happened. So Moderna's vaccine, which they had certified independently, they say, is 94.5% effective. Now, if Pfizer's is 90% effective, but they had maybe data that suggested that Moderna's was better, you have to get out ahead of that because now Moderna is going to get the attention. If you're going to buy a vaccine and you got one who's 90% effective, allegedly, and one who is 94.5% effective, which one do you buy? You buy the 94.5% effective vaccine. So Pfizer jumps the gun, raises a big stink about their vaccine being 90% effective, which may or may not be true, in order to leapfrog Moderna's announcement that Moderna told you was coming in November before Pfizer ever made an announcement on it. So Pfizer's sitting there and they go, oh, Moderna's going to announce the results in November? All right, when? Mid-November? Okay, we need to make an announcement right after the election before Moderna makes their announcement. So we need to go ahead and, and, and jump our stock prices up. And the CEO goes, yeah, yeah, totally. And I'm going to sell like $6 million of it. Make myself a cool six mil. Very, very shady stuff happening. If Pfizer's vaccine is 90% effective, the world can rejoice because we've got two plus 90% effective vaccines and that's good news. But at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't and that Moderna ends up being the vaccine of choice here. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. Now, Moderna has 20 million doses ready to go. They are ready to, to move 20 million doses. They have them sitting there ready for delivery. Uh, I don't know how many Pfizer has, but I know that Moderna has 20 million. So we will we'll have to see how that's distributed. Obviously, there's going to be uh, you know frontline workers and the uh, you assume the elderly will be targeted for this since they're the, the ones most at risk. Um, but it's, I don't know, there's just, this is typical lobbying pharma political stuff that is getting in the way of it. And I can understand everybody being really stoked to hear 90% effective, but, you know, Moderna has been leading the way from the very beginning. They had this in hand from the get-go. And that deserves to be recognized, not minimizing the efforts of AstraZeneca or Pfizer or any of these other companies, but there is no doubt, ladies and gentlemen, Moderna is the company that has led the way on this. And they deserve that recognition because they were months ahead of anybody else. You've got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel.
and good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Once again, I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. I want to talk about all-natural CBD for just a moment, if I could. If you have minor aches and pains, if you have fibromyalgia, arthritis, uh, if you just got an old nagging injury that messes with you, if you exercise and experience routine muscle soreness, the CBD lotion from allnaturalcbd.org is the perfect pain relief. It is something that is effective. It is affordable. You're not putting drugs in your system and you're not going to have to uh, to worry about any weird side effects or anything like that. The stuff is is extremely fast. Uh, for me, it works typically in about three minutes or so. And again, I've got some, some old nagging injuries that I tend to irritate a little bit when I sleep. I rub this stuff on in the middle of the night, whereas I used to not be able to go back to sleep. All of a sudden, boom, pain's gone. I'm able to go back to bed. It comes in three different strengths. It comes in 250, 500, or 1,000 milligram bottles. Now, that is the concentration of full-spectrum CBD, not isolate. That stuff's junk. Full-spectrum CBD is what you want. You get a larger bottle, higher-quality CBD, higher concentrations of CBD for a fraction of the cost of competitors. And as an added bonus, it's a lotion, not an oil, not a cream. So you rub it on the spot that hurts, it will soothe and moisturize your skin and then completely disappear into your body like any normal high-quality lotion would. And it's actually a really good moisturizer. Go to allnaturalcbd.org. You can choose unscented or lavender. They even have three packs available, which save you some extra ducats and free shipping for certain dollar amount orders. If you over, over, or order over 25 bucks, you get free shipping there. And uh, people have asked me, can I pick it up locally? Yes, you can. You go to any local eCigWorks location, use my promo code KC10, and you'll save that 10%. Again, allnaturalcbd.org. Perfect, perfect holiday gift for your loved ones. Okay, make sure you use that code, KC10, though. All right, uh, what else do we have here? John Durham might be dropping his investigation into Spygate. Now... This is as of yet unconfirmed, okay? So we don't know exactly what's going to happen, and and you know what I feel about these early preliminary reports, but the rumor is that Durham is going to drop his investigation into Spygate, and he's worried about blowback from a Biden administration if they get into the White House. Uh, I'm not convinced of all of that. I have no idea, but he, he might also understand that at this point in time, the likelihood of him being able to complete an investigation may not happen. So we already know that the investigations into the Biden family are going to stop until Republicans get control of the House again. Uh, We all understand that the investigations into the alleged criminality of Joe Biden, it's all going to stop until Republicans get control of the House again. Um, So there may be some truth to this. I don't know. I don't know how accurate it is. But there is reports that Durham will be dropping that investigation with an incoming Biden administration. But I don't know for sure. Uh, Sean Davis over at The Federalist, a source familiar with Durham's ongoing investigation of the bogus Russian collusion operation, uh, says that Durham isn't doing anything, dropping his investigations. He's worried about blowback from Biden. Um, Now, if that is true, is just another example of the swamp not doing their job. I, you know, you have all of the physical evidence in the world that this was a setup 
for lack of better terminology, was an attempted coup, an attempted bloodless coup, although there are some people who would argue the bloodless part as well. Um, what we know, whether you like Trump or not, what we know is he didn't collude with Russia. It was all a giant hoax created by the Hillary Clinton campaign. The FBI and the Obama administration, including President Obama himself, knew and were briefed that this was uh, an operation by Hillary Clinton's campaign. They chose to go along with it. They chose to use government apparatuses and agencies to go after a political opponent like they were some third world despot. That happened. They fabricated an entire case against General Flynn out of thin air by lying on documents and lying about what he said and lying about what was in the interview that he had with Kislyak, which for the record, Biden's people are doing right now. Biden's people are reaching out to foreign governments and talking to them just like Flynn did with Kislyak, which they say is a violation of the Logan Act and his criminal activity. So by default, the incoming Biden administration is impeachable right out of the gate. Now, this is, if this is true, would be an absolute total travesty of justice. And you'll never get to the bottom of it. As I've said before, regardless of what you think about election counting, you cannot blame Trump supporters for seeing conspiracy everywhere because the media told them there were no conspiracies for four and a half years, when in fact, there were. More coming up, 95.3 MNC. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Just heard the news report on the Eli Lilly drug, Bam Lanivimab. Uh, which has been developed in record time also. That is, um, again, considered to be a an anti antibody drug that is really for high-risk people. But there's a couple of other things happening in COVID treatments as well. It's not just the Moderna stuff. Uh, doctors have also turned to a widely used deworming drug to treat COVID-19. Ivermectin is an anti-parasitic medication used for almost three decades. It has proven in vitro to stop the replication of uh, several RNA viruses that include Zika, uh, Dengue, and the Chinese Communist Party virus, better known as COVID. So uh, that drug is also being used. It's also extremely inexpensive and very safe. Uh, it has um, uh, currently approved doses that people can use. It has very, very mild side effects. So this deworming drug Ivermectin is also available. And then I wanted to turn your attention to Bulgaria. See, there's a real problem in the United States with hospital staff. Even though almost everybody who gets the virus under the age of 50 is going to survive this thing, um, hospitalizations are up. Now, this is a problem, especially for hospitals like Elkhart that are not very big, don't have a lot of staff on hand because when the staff gets exposed to the virus, they have to obviously quarantine. And that leaves the hospital short-staffed, which, of course, makes people have to work extra shifts. Uh, they get very, very tired. There's a real resource problem with that. Bulgaria is not having that problem. I wonder why Bulgaria isn't having that problem. Can anybody guess why Bulgaria and, and uh, their medical staff are not having the same shortage of hospital staffs? due to COVID that the U.S. and Canada and other countries are having. Anybody want to guess why that is? Oh, yeah, a while ago they turned to hydroxychloroquine. 
they're using hydroxychloroquine in their hospitals for medical staff as a prophylactic and it is working just just throwing just throwing it out there as an idea you know you got a bunch of hospitals here running out of running out of uh, hospital personnel might be might be a good idea to take a look at what bulgaria is doing they've released a study on it they released it over the weekend it'll be in the daily show prep more coming up news talk 95.3 michiana's news channel Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I, I raised some eyebrows of that last uh, the last little bit, didn't I? Got a few more minutes. Let me explain it a little bit more. So there's a hospital, hospital chain in Bulgaria. They run seven hospitals and eight clinics. So eight medical centers, seven hospitals. Uh, they're BCI. They cover two-thirds of the nation of Bulgaria. Two-thirds. They didn't want to run into a shortage of hospital staff like other countries have. So a few months back, they decided that they were going to start giving hydroxychloroquine to their staff if their staff agreed. If they didn't want to take it, they didn't have to. If their staff agreed, they would start taking the hydroxychloroquine for prophylaxis and treatment for COVID-19 in uh, in the healthcare workers so again we're dealing with seven hospitals and eight medical centers 1200 staff members okay they cover two-thirds more than two-thirds of bulgarian territory since march of 2020 many of our employees were in close contact with covid 19 cases we offered prophylaxis with hydroxychloroquine 200 milligrams for 14 days uh to 204 of them 76.4 percent of the group used hydroxychloroquine and none of them presented any COVID-19 symptoms, not one. Unfortunately, out of the rest of the 48 employees who refused hydroxychloroquine, three developed symptoms and tested positive for COVID-19. Huh. So everybody who took hydroxychloroquine didn't get the virus, but several people who chose not to take it did. (laughs) during the last seven months 38 38 employees at bci tested positive for covid19 half of them had symptoms so just so we're clear these seven hospitals and eight medical centers combined have an infection rate of 3.17 percent hospital staff how many hospitals in this area or any area in the united states would be willing to accept a 3% infection rate for their staff to improve the load that their staff has to deal with. So they recommend as a therapy taking um, azithromycin, 500 milligrams, hydroxychloroquine, 200 milligrams, and zinc, 50 milligrams for 14 days. And then you kind of take them off of it. So that's their recommendation. And it has worked out very well for them and their hospital staff. So again, and I know that the NIH just released another garbage study that said that uh, we still don't think that hydroxychloroquine works and they once again did not administer it in their study the way that it was supposed to be administered so you know look you have you have 1.8 billion people who have in this the largest study 1.8 billion people who took hydroxychloroquine over 620 million people who didn't and the the rate of success is over 76 percent 